You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody and welcome uh, to a midweek edition of the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon's with me, as he always is. We talk with you for the next couple of hours every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking sports with you. Welcome into the program. We're glad you're here. Uh, all of our guests will appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations for the dock, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller Dentistry Hotline. Coming up on the program, Zubin Mahente joins us at 1225. Our buddy from ESPN Sports Center stops by. The cap man, now normally he would appear in the 12 o'clock hour, but the Cubs are playing day baseball today as they try to sweep the series against the Fish after coming from behind last night to win 4-3. David Kaplan from ESPN 1000 NBC Sports Chicago will be here at 115. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Any flag, whether it's a sports team or garden flags or military flags, whatever the flag, you can find it at heartlandflags.com. And then to wrap things up at about 135, our old buddy Bill Bender from the Sporting News. He was in Cleveland uh, for Game 4. He went and saw the Browns uh, as they went through their rookie minicamp. I saw Baker Mayfield doing a lot of stuff on college football. After all, he is their college football uh, columnist. So lots uh, on the plate for Bill Bender today. Trent, I want to start with you with something that tugged at my heartstrings last night. I want to let my patriotism shine through. Would you allow me? Absolutely, and well, there was no hockey last no, night. So no where, hockey. where could that's, you possibly be going? That's just it, right? Just let me set the scene, just real quick. We are not a patriotic nation, you know. I should. I've been gone since '89, uh-huh. right? So it's been a long time. But yeah. at least before, I don't remember ever being. It's certainly not even close to July the Fourth and the red, sure. white, and blue down here. That's one of the things that struck me the most when I. I guess immigrated, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, no, no pledge of, of allegiance no, before school nothing, as an nothing, elementary kid. Nope, nothing like that. National anthem before sporting can, events. Yes, they sing O can. By the words, they just cha- they just. By the way, they just changed the words what? to my anthem. What? Yeah, they, and I'm trying to figure out. Trying to think. Uh, change the words. Just to, all. Of, yeah. It's, uh, they. It, anyways, I should. I don't. I'm not sure. I can change sing the, the words. anthem. It's just one little phrase. You know what? This drives me nuts. Okay. i got to find this now. Now it's going to get you. It is. We're off to a rousing start. I can't believe I don't remember the the words to my, uh, it's my own anthem for crying out loud. I know, Oh Canada. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, can, and that's all I got. Yeah, i I, I got to find a little more than that. Um, My heart beats true. Is that a part of it? No, no, no. Here it is. True patriot love, right? It's right off the beginning. Our home and native land, true patriot is love. And it used to be... In all thy sons command. Yeah. Now it's changed to true patriot love that all of us command. They took the word sons out because I guess sons and daughters. Oh, okay. All all right. All thy sons command. So anyways. The PC police got a hold of the Canadian National Anthem. And we uh, acquiesced and changed it to all of us command. Quick aside. Uh, Yes. You know, if you go to across the pond, you go to Asia, you go to Europe, you go... They're baffled that we sing the national anthem before sports. You know what? I kind of am too, to be honest yeah. with you. 
You know, the whole thing back with the NFL last year and all that, it, I kept going back to that. Why? Mm-hmm. Why, why is it necessary? And when did it start, I wonder? That's a great question. I have no clue. Because, I, I mean, I can't remember a time watching the beginning of a sporting event when the anthem wasn't sung. Right. And, you know, like, for high school events. Okay, so you get, you know, a singer, and a lot of the kids have done a great job that I've heard throughout the time, but you go to a junior high event, you don't sing the national mm-hmm. anthem before. Why, why does it have to be done before a varsity event? You know, it just... right. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then, you know, when when a team based in the States plays, well, in, in, against the Blue Jays or yeah, against yeah. one of the Canadian hockey teams, they sing both anthems. So, right. anyways, but that's not where I wanted to start. Okay, all right. It was, uh, and the Mariners and the Blue Jays last night, and John Paxson's a Canadian kid, right? Mm-hmm. And he's pitching a no-hitter against Toronto on his home country soil. Which was, you know, really cool. And I'm a Blue Jays fan, and I was rooting for Seattle last night as it became apparent that there's a no-no possibility out there. And this kid's throwing 80 or 98, 99 miles an hour to Josh Donaldson to get the final out. So he records the final out, right? And the can, the Blue Jays fans know that he's a native son, and they're standing, and they're giving him a round of applause. And, and Paxton's on his forearm-slash-elbow... On his non-pitching hand, he's a lefty. On his right uh, elbow slash forearm, he's got a tattoo of the Maple Leaf, which is our flag, mm-hmm. right? And he's going off the field and he's pointing to his tattoo and he's clapping, you know, and then he's pointing, uh, you know, just it, it, it obviously means a lot to him, mm-hmm. as it does to a lot of us, that, um, you know, he was a... Uh, able to do that in his home country. So I, I just saw some patriotism that I don't normally see out of a Canuck, and I thought, you know, that's pretty cool. And probably for you, it's like, come on, would you get to sports, would you please? No, 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 it's it's fine, and I love the story. I, I really loved it because he's on my fantasy team. Oh. And he's been very good his last. In fact, this start might not have been as as, as good as his last two. The guys, I, I listened to the Seattle broadcast. Okay. I couldn't find the Toronto broadcast, so ah. I'm not sure it was available. That's what the guys were saying. They were, were calling they? the game. That you know what he just threw a no hitter, but his last start he struck out sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, might have been more impressive. Had ten the start the start before. He's been ridiculously he good. Smoke Trent. He does. I mean, a hundred. His final batter of the game, Josh Donaldson. He he cracked the hundo. Love no hitters. Yeah, it was I, fun. You know, Bortello Cologne. We talked about that Sunday night yeah, the, game where he had the perfect game yeah, into the seventh, yeah. and it's just. That that's baseball. That's the nuance. And if you're not a baseball fan, people say how Jim says this to me a lot. It's 162 games. How can you be invested? Well, every night there's always something. There's mm-hmm. something new. There's something mm-hmm. different. There's a play that you've never seen before. There's a disagreement. Just there's Javi Baez inserted at third base uh, in the ninth inning last night. Yeah. Who had been playing in the game. He comes in, makes an unbelievable play. Play crowds chanting Javi, Javi. Had a hit, right? Uh did he? I don't remember. I think he had a hit, did and he? it just he. Those are the little things, and you you have to watch each and every day to, mm-hmm. to pick up on those things. And if you missed it last night, you missed a no hitter. And I love baseball. Yeah, I do I, too. I really do, and I understand the pace of play, and it does have to get better. I mean, they, they have to continue. Well, Teddy Greenstein, Chicago that. Tribune, as we talked last week, he's be because of the layoffs at the paper, has um, he's on the White Sox beat now, yeah. at least until college football gets here. And he was beefing about uh, the first inning, first half inning of the uh, White Sox game last night. It was like 34 minutes or something like that. You know, that gets... That's <laughs> a long time. You're, you're, if you get one of those, you're definitely headed for three-plus yes. hours of baseball. And... 
we see it here in the minor leagues. And you go to the iCubs game, if, if you haven't been with the pitch clock, well, it's been on in for, what, four or five years now. Has it been that many? I was yeah. going to say two or three. I, I want to say might be right. upwards of five. But yeah. you go the first time, it's, whoa, look at that. By the third inning, mm-hmm. you forget about it. Mm-hmm. And the pace is a lot better. And, and you see younger pitchers come up, and they just get the ball, and they just fire. And those are the little things that need to happen to improve the sport. The other thing that's hurting, though, baseball right now, is the three conclusions that have happened pretty much to every at-bat, it seems like, anymore. Home run, strikeout, or walk. (laughs) The way, guys, that work counts, work counts, Uh and and that also leads to it. So, And pitchers painting corners mm -hmm. and and, and going deep in counts. Yeah. I'm with you. Just throw the damn ball. Let him hit it. Get up there. Yes. Get the game moving. Put it past him. I'm I'm with you. Um, Your twins, I don't get why they're not playing today. I'm starting to really. Here's the (laughs) thing about this. This really bothers you. I don't understand how you get a Wednesday off, but especially when they're playing well, it should be bothering their fan base. Trent, don't look now. And I'm sure you're aware of this, well aware of this. Um, Look where they are in the standings. After that just abysmal, what was it, two weeks? Yes, they lost 12 out of 14. They had, I think, 9 out of 10 in there. It just. They're playing hideous baseball, too. It wasn't, They're a half a game out, Trent. Yes. Now, a half a game. The Indians have not hit, really, at all this season. For for what they have in that lineup with Ramirez and on and on, they should be a lot better than they are. But, but right now, they're trending toward the Seattle Seahawks at 7-9. and Winning the division. <laughs> to win the divi- they're below 500. And you know what? If the Twins get in winning the division at 83-79. and 79, Who cares, right? Well, the Cardinals won a World Series. At yes, eight. they did. It's baseball. Mm-hmm. Get in. Mm-hmm. And with what we're seeing with Romero, and, and he goes Sunday, Sunday against Otani, it is going I to happen. Saw that you tweeted that out, <laughs> right? Sunday afternoon appointment television. I hope the golf's out. either because eh, it's the players, man. That's yeah. such a good tournament. Number four, above the PGA. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're right. I agree. And it's you know what it is. I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's such a long gap between the Masters mm-hmm. and Father's Day weekend. Right. You know, golf really needs this. They do. Yeah. Get to get us. Yeah. Build that bridge. Mm-hmm. We talk about it to football season for us, mm-hmm. but but that's for the golf season. It's certainly something. And next year, our idea that actually was already happening. Yeah. <laughs> moving up to PGA. Moving up to PGA will be happening next season. But yeah, I, I love this golf event. But what were we talking about? Baseball. Then we're talking about your guy. Oh, Sunday Romero. matchup. Just get in. Just get in. Romero, Rios. But, uh, but Romero Otani is Sunday afternoon. That's Sunday. Just get in. I There's no apologies. You win a World Series mm-hmm. like the Cardinals did at mm-hmm. 83 and 79. You won a World mm-hmm. Series. And hey, maybe that's the year. The year where nobody expects you. You can come out. Because baseball, you get to the playoffs. It's a crapshoot. We've seen it's it so many times wild before. Wild cards win Super Bowls. Yeah. It, it, it continually happens. Get in. So I I will not apologize if my twins Nor do should that. you. And I am going to be rooting like heck because if you look around, there's no way they're getting the second wild card. The first is already called, right? Yes. Whoever doesn't Whoever win, does win the Yankees. Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah, because that team will probably still win 95 games. They're mm-hmm. trending that way. And the second one, you got the Angels, mm-hmm. the Mariners, those two teams. Astros, are, we both feel, will win the division, Win right? the division, yep. but you know those two teams are trending up, up upper 80s, probably, mm-hmm. victories. Yeah. Twins have a long way Blue to get Chaser up to that. Blue Chaser above 500. There, there's another one that you have to throw in the mix. So 
overall, it's a lot more realistic to win the division than the second wild card. Looks a lot better because you don't have to play that stupid wild card game and get out to a three nothing lead right. and then promptly blow it. Uh huh. I'm not bitter. No, some scars there. I can, <laughs> there's a there's a wound, an open wound still yes. to this point. And they wouldn't see the Yankees in the first round. Wouldn't that be a well, uh, maybe they they, would. you know what they might. They might, they might yeah. And then, if the in worst case scenario, it even get, could get worse. The game could be at Yankee Stadium. Then you have absolutely no shot <sighs> winning there. Uh, basketball from last night. Uh, I didn't see much of the late game, um, other than the fact you know when I was watching, I thought the Pelicans were hanging around. Yeah, I didn't feel like they were going to win it at any time, but I felt that this was a necessary a necessary step for this franchise. Just to, to get a little playoff experience, they got more than that. They won a series, after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this franchise, if you're a fan of the New Orleans Pelicans, and uh, Scott Sipker's the only one in Des Moines, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> uh, that, that uh, is that. Uh, this is good. This is, this is a necessary step to maybe get this franchise. Now, here's the worst part. You're in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams there that their window is still completely wide open, uh, and there's some that are starting to open, and clearly the Pelicans are in that, lo- in that lot. And what can they do? Boogie Cousins? Do you move him? Do you change? Because what Anthony Davis did over the last couple of months. Sick. It it was. But I go to the third quarter and watching our decently tight game. New Orleans Mm -hmm. is hanging around. We saw them do that in game Mm -hmm. two. Maybe we're going to get something like that. And Golden State just got revved up again. I don't see this team losing to Houston. Neither does Vegas, by the way. Have you seen? They're pretty well overwhelming. I think a lot. Minus 170. In the series, I, I think that's a lock. I, do do you? I lay minus. So you don't give Houston a prayer, huh? I don't. And they punched the ticket last night as well, as you yeah. know. I I really don't. I I see this. How think, many? If they and there is, you can bet the uh, Golden State in five, Golden State in six, Golden State sweep seven, two two one one one. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. I might even bet. I I got to take a look at some prices. Five. Five would be my guess, but five would be in Houston. I'd either bet four, sweep, or six. Those would be the two that I'd probably more than likely bet. Well, I'm rooting for Houston, Trent. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I'm not sure they can win it. But I I'm, hate that team. No, I hate Golden. I don't hate Golden State. I just want new blood. Because you know where we're headed by the sounds of things, right? I'm fine by the with it. Do you want to see Cleveland yes. and Golden State again? I do. I would rather see it than watching James Harden jump into people and travel, and I hate watching so him play basketball. So do you want the Patriots in the Super Bowl again? Maybe. If it's, if it's them or Jacksonville. And Blake Bortles? Yes, I do. <laughs> all right. Just like last year. We had this yeah. argument in January. We did, we did, yeah. And you were all on the board. Give me Jack. Yeah, you look were looking good. I was feeling pretty good <laughs> about were. myself. I, I, I just was... want to see the best. I, I, mm-hmm. There's something. I've told you, I hate watching James Harden play basketball. It's more than that. It's And I don't like the way Golden State's been built and what KD did. I, I don't like him either. But I guess it's the lesser of two evils for me mm-hmm. is Golden State. Plus them. I like Kerr, though, too. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's one saving He's grace. Easy to about root he for. is easy to root for. I agree with you, both as a player and a coach. So Now, when will that start? Do you know? Have you, have you October? seen? October? <laughs> I did, actually. I, I liked it on Twitter last night. The So will the they schedule. get? The, it can't start, well, maybe this weekend. Let me yeah, You know what? I bet you it does. I'm going to say Sunday. We've got Western Conference Game one. Scrolling through. Uh, congratulations to our buddy, Carrie Miller, who had a baby. College basketball writer at Bleacher Report, who we have from time to time. That's another one of my likes here. Here we go. All right. 
Click on it, Sports Media Watch Conference Finals. Oh, I've got it. Schedule. You beat me to it? Game one from Monday night, May 14th. Monday night. 8 o'clock Central Time from Houston TNT, where there was a brawl last night, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, not, not, no punches were thrown. It's a good thing Barkley's on one end of the set and Shaq's on the complete other end of the set. Yeah. Because those two, look, even Charles Barkley, as big as he is and as tough as he appears, I mean, Shaq's a different bird, right? (laughs) Yeah. They were getting after it. They were um, verbally going after each other. It was, they took some personal shots in that thing. Really? Really did. You don't know nothing about championship Shaq or or Charles and Shaq's holding up his ring. Wow. No, it was pretty good. Who are you to talk about championships? You don't know nothing. This is out of your scope. Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired. It was. Well, Kobe got you those championships. Oh. And it was pretty good. That is good. That is good. Yeah, I'm looking through here, the, the conference finals schedule. Mm-hmm. So they'll play Monday, the Warriors-Rockets. Yep. Again on Wednesday. And then they don't play again game three until Sunday. The f- Sunday the 20th? The 20th. So when does when will the East start? Is that the reason? Because we're still. I mean, look at if, if Philadelphia wins tonight, they've got you know, obviously Game Six right. on Friday night. Game Seven would be Sunday. So there's they'll have to slow things down for the East to catch up to them. They will now. If there's no Game Seven, Sunday will be Cavs Celtics. If it's either five or six, they'll still have a quick turnaround from what Friday night from Friday. Yes, from Friday night for Friday night's Game Six. If it goes that long. And they'll have to come back on Sunday. Those Celtics will be a home for that one against the Cavs. They would go, if that is, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So they'll be caught up. They'll be ahead of them by a game. They will. How weird. Well, I mean, the, we're getting closer to June. We are. <laughs> Though the finals are starting, game one is, is May Memorial 31st. Day. May May 31st. May 31st, Game 1 of the NBA Finals. So there's nothing. Last year there wasn't anything on Memorial Day weekend, if memory serves. So with that, this is going to be the latest start to an NBA Finals, I think, since 1986. I'm all for it. I am all for it. If they can can get us to July, and I know they can't, but... No, this is the earliest. Not late. Game 1 is the earliest. So it's going to be done earlier than normal. So we got a lot more June we got to fill this year than normal. So the game one is May thirty first. Game seven would be June seventeenth. That's and they went longer than that. In yeah. the I, I don't recall that being the case. I'll take your word for it. That's what Sports Media Watch told me. No, well, they're never wrong. Neither Zubin Mahante. Look at that. How about that? You're a pro. He'll join us next when we continue on here. Trent and I are with you until 2 o'clock. We're here every Monday through Friday. We talk local sports with you. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline sponsors our next guest, Zubin Mahente. After this timeout, we will head to Bristol. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, 
Go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. When you're hiring, you don't want to sort through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using our intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. It's only natural that some garden soil is better than others like Nature's Care Organic Soil at the Home Depot. Right now, it's at a special buy of two bags for just 12 bucks. Plants get a healthier start with Nature's Care raised bed soil, potting mix, or garden soil. And right now, you'll enjoy some pretty healthy savings. What's more natural than that? Nature's Care Organic Soil, two bags, just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Valid through May 9th, product selection varies by store. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house. Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. 
And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2. Uh, David Kaplan, 115 on the Cubs and Chicago sports in general, but we always lean more Cubs with Cap. He's brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags and then Bill Bender Sporting News on college football and other things. Right now, Zubin Mahente Sports Center. Remember Zubin, some of you, from when he was in the market on uh, WOI Channel 5. Zubin joins us as we talk the world of sports with Zubin. Zubin, Trent, and Ken, how's things? Doing great, guys. I just wanted to quickly mention, just to, uh, I was talking to Ken just during the commercial break. I heard you guys talking about the NBA in your first segment. So it just kind of spurred me to text you. As you guys mentioned, the finals are starting on May 31st. The season started earlier than it ever had before this year. It started in October, uh, earlier in October. And so obviously the finals will start a little bit earlier. But if you're into the conference finals, I have a lot of feelings. People will be into LeBron versus whomever and obviously the Warriors and the Rockets. After every NBA Eastern and Western Conference Finals game and every NBA Finals game, uh, over on ESPN2, for the most part, I'll be hosting. There'll be a few other days. There'll be other people. But for the most part, we'll be hosting live 100% press conferences in their entirety. I know you can get them on NBA.com. and NBA.com. But if you're just, you know, if you've seen Draymond Green at some of these press conferences, <laughs> sure. believe me, or even LeBron, who's actually been terrific and very cathartic and some of these press conferences. Um, so every game, Eastern and Western Conference Finals, through the NBA Finals, on ESPN2 right after the game. I know a lot of fans, like last night, the Warriors is such a big deal, but you got a Canadian throwing a no-hitter in Canada. You got Bundy giving up four home runs. You got the game <laughs> yeah. in stock. And it's called Sports Center, so we have to show all of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're hardcore NBA, this is the place to be. Last thing I want to mention, Trent, I know you're a big Bulls fan. For many of the people in the audience that are Bulls fans, are you a Bulls fan or are you a Wolves fan? I'm a Wolves fan. Uh, I, I was an you're MJ Jordan fan. guy? I was you're a Jordan, Jordan guy. guy. Yes, yes. There you go. So June 14th is game six of the finals. We're working on something. I was just talking about it with somebody yesterday here at work. June 14th, which was game six of the finals, is the 20-year anniversary of Jordan over Russell, which would coincide in game six of all games mm. uh, of this finals. And uh, we are looking to see if we can do something on that because obviously, you know, LeBron Jordan comparison, mm-hmm. Warriors Bulls comparison. So if you want to turn back the clock, if we can get to a game six, whoever happens to make it to the NBA Finals, could be a great day for Jordan fans and uh, bring up the Jordan LeBron thing all over again. <laughs> oh, good, because we don't get enough of that. Uh, <laughs> right, no question. <laughs> so, but I've never asked you this before. Is the NBA your favorite sport to cover at ESPN? You know, for me, it's still college football and college basketball. A lot of that was incubated when I was a kid, and it really exploded when I moved to Iowa just because I grew up in New Jersey where college is, a, is really sort of a very narrow perspective. Um, it's not really big compared to a lot of other things. Um, but in Iowa, it's the exact opposite, as you guys know. And it's always been my favorite. We never got a ton of play 
out when I was growing up because it's so saturated with the pro teams here in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area where I live again. Um, but I prefer the vibe in places like Iowa where it's all college all the time. But at the end of the day, the best thing about working here, Ken, I, can t- I think I've said this to you before, is that there's no ceiling. Like, if you love the NBA, you can just do the NBA all year round. Our, our talk show, The Jump, does yeah. great numbers. Countdown's up. Saturday night NBA is up. The finals are up. Turner's up. ESPN's up. Um, so whatever sport you happen to like, even hockey. You know, I know, you, know you're, you may be one of the fans in the audience that is way more into hockey than everybody else, but you can go through to the moon on ESPN with hockey, whether it's down to the Frozen Four or whatever it is. So if you love the NBA like I do, like uh, Jimmy D does, and like we're trying to lure Trent into, <laughs> it's a great, great spot uh, to be. So it's really awesome. Like I said, this time of year, you know, it's like college basketball. We all love it. Us three of us love it. But I get that when you get to March, how much interest there is. We may watch it, watch it all year round, but when a sport hits its crescendo, whether it's March Madness, whether it's now for the NBA where people are just starting to maybe – tune in and take notice. It's really exciting to be a part of it now because it's becoming much more a part of the sports consciousness. Think about this. There's more talk about LeBron. I think this is fair. There's more talk about LeBron, whatever argument you want to make, Ken, whether it's the Jordan argument or how well is he playing argument or how is he doing an argument. There is more talk about him than there is about the Celtics, the Sixers, the Rockets, and the Warriors combined. And each of those teams has a fantastic story from finally trying to get a title, to continuing a dynasty, to being a great young team, to being a depleted team that's somehow trying to do it without their two best players. All have great storylines. And if you add them up all together, it's not even close to the amount of ink or chatter that has been spilled on the king. Zubin, uh, speaking of the NBA, last night a little uh, onset back and forth with Charles Barkley and with Shaq, and I'm sure you saw it. Zubin, yeah. have you ever been the part of like Ernie Johnson, kind of in the middle of a back-and-forth that went from eh, fun-loving, we're just a couple of guys, you know, going back-and-forth to maybe crossing that line. Have you ever been a part of that? Oh, yeah. I was a part of a couple of these things. One, I was in the midst of, a, you know, when you're in that role, last night it was Casey Stern yep. instead of Ernie, but when you're in that role, the biggest thing you want to do, it sounds easy, is to, it's just stay out of the way. Like, if we need to, like, apologize for somebody using an expletive, okay, i got to get in there. <laughs> but otherwise, just let them go at it and just realize you have the best seat in the house to watch it all. There's a couple times after, like, um, you know, Mayweather, McGregor, or uh, Pacquiao, Mayweather, where I'm on this set with Stephen A. Smith and Teddy Atlas. And that is just, you've got you to imagine, like, what's going on between mm-hmm. those two guys. Or I did another one where I think I've been involved with, uh, you know, McGregor and and Dana White and Oscar De La Hoya when they were having one of their few boxing versus ultimate fighting. Those are always fun to be a part of, but the key is for those things. And Casey had the advantage last night, and a lot of times it's just sports is so spread out. The examples I mentioned to you, uh, you know, let's say those guys were in Las Vegas or New York or wherever they were training, and I'm in Bristol. The real, the real advantage that Casey had last night is they're all sitting within 10 to 15 feet of each other. And when you have that going on, it's just so much more of an organic feel. You don't feel like you're tripping over each other or waiting for the other person to talk. When you can all look at each other and motion towards each other, it's like if you were doing the show at a remote today, Trent, instead of looking right at Ken, which I'm sure you are right now, the dynamic would be a little bit different. So last night was great because you can never underestimate having all of those voices under one roof. Getting them all somewhere to chime in is still cool, but having them all within a confined space 
just makes it that much more intense, I think. Zubin Mahente from ESPN is our guest. Zubin, let's hear it now with tonight's Game 5. Uh, Celtics back home hosting the uh, Sixers. Uh, Sixers avoided the sweep and, and did so in impressive fashion, I thought. Got a little testy with the Morris holding up the uh, the three-zip in front of Embiid. I thought that was outstanding theater. Uh, am I alone thinking, you know what, this? I, for whatever reason, Zubin, I think that this series is far from over. I really do. I give the Sixers a big chance not only to win tonight, but to extend this series maybe all the way back to Boston again. Where am I wrong or am I wrong? Do you like Philadelphia to, to make this thing a real series after tonight? Yeah, I think it's possible. The only thing obviously going against you, and I say this facetiously, of course, is the entire history of the NBA playoffs, right? So yeah, there's that. There's never been a team, right? There's never been a team that's gone from 3 0 to winning. Obviously, you know, it's happened a few times in the sport that you love, and it's happened fairly recently in the NHL. But the NBA is just a little bit of a different bird here. I think the thing to me, there's been so much discussion about Brad Stevens and all this sort of stuff about his ATOs and all this sort of stuff that we saw Saturday. But I would tell you this I was talking to our guy at work yesterday, our NBA people. And there was a stat that I just thought was amazing. This is a guy that's getting a little bit of attention, but not a lot. Al Horford, listen to this stat. This is not like a hard stat. It's one of those, like, you can easily listen to it. Sometimes you've got to, like, see them on the screen if they're convoluted because now our stats are getting to be more and more complex. But just take a listen to this. Al Horford has started more games in the playoffs than everyone on the Celtics combined. Now, it's almost double. I believe Horford is at, like, 103. And then, like, the rest of the Celtics are at, like, 59 combined. And to me, and obviously I'm not counting Hayward and Irving because they're not on this roster, but to me, in a sense, that shows um, Stevens' brilliance more than anything else. And the ATOs are there. But if everyone says Jordan had to lose to Isaiah before he could figure out how to make it work in the playoffs, and if the Sixers can are experiencing that now, that sort of, growing pains where we have to lose, figure out who we are, maybe add a playmaker, have Ben Simmons go through his one-point affair, have Embiid not be healthy. It sort of seems like the Celtics in some ways are actually bucking that trend. And the idea that one player, who, by the way, is an excellent player, but I don't think anybody thinks he's a top-10 elite NBA player, certainly a solid, very dependable veteran player, who is more experienced than the rest of the roster combined, and you're seeing the rest of the roster with little playoff experience like Brown, Tatum, Rozier, every once in a while, Ojale. I mean, you're seeing some incredible work being done by Stevens because you really look at it and say, how little experience do these guys have? Most of the credit Stevens is getting is because Irving and Hayward are out. He's just finding a way to make it work with the disparate parts that are left. But if you take a look at the parts that are left and how little they actually have in the reserve, in the playoff reserve, if you take Horford out, it's really amazing. NBA playoffs going on. You have the NHL playoffs going on. Now, Ken, of course, is rooting for his Winnipeg Jets. You guys don't have a contract for the games with ESPN, but are we heading to one of the worst finals perhaps ever in terms of TV ratings? Tampa, Winnipeg? Really? Even Vegas? I hope so, Trent. I'll just answer your question. I hope you're right. (laughs) Even Vegas, you got the expansion storyline there. It's compelling for sports fans, but... For the general audience, this Oof. is going to be a tough poll. Woof. Well, I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, there's that LeBron aspect of making the finals, and the NBA is so much more in the ether than the uh, NHL for the casual general sports fan in the country. So if it's going to take, like, a pull from the NBA to get people to the TV, with all due respect to, like, Alex Oveskin, 
Um, mm-hmm. I still don't think that's enough to bring in the casual fan. He's clearly one of the best players in the game. There was a phenomenal piece in the New York Times earlier this week about how um, they went to find, and Ken, you'd appreciate this, they went to find distraught and displaced Thrasher's fans. I read it. Yeah, it was really well done. This. Yep. It was a fantastic piece. So if you're interested in that, those are the types of things I think you need to appeal to Americans for Winnipeg. Hey, they used to be here. Hey, have you ever been a fan of a jilted team in Baltimore or Indianapolis or cities like that or Cleveland? Can you kind of relate to what's going on in Winnipeg? But this was like maybe a decade ago. Ken, correct me if I'm wrong. I think like Edmonton was in the Stanley Cup final like a decade ago. And it just doesn't do anything because it doesn't move the needle here. Nope. In the country. But at the end of the day, I think Gary Bettman, you know, he's been, I think, the NHL commissioner now amazingly, Ken, for Long 25 time. years. I believe yep. he's, yeah, I believe he hit the 25 year mark earlier this year. Um, and I think we're actually working on something on that for the final to talk to, about, about being in that role for a quarter century when, let's just kindly say, he maybe wasn't accepted at first as the NHL commissioner. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's one of those things where, to me, the TV rating is a TV rating. It's not going to break the bank for NBC or NBC Sports Network. To me, Winnipeg getting there, I don't, I'm not just saying this, Ken, because you're obviously hosting the show and you're a big fan. Bettman can't really worry about the TV ratings because he's not in a situation where if the right matchup comes, they're getting 17 million people, and if the wrong matchup comes, they're getting 6 million people or 4 million people. I think he's got to do what's best for the growth of the league. And right now, it's a net win. Ovechkin has moved on to this particular round, which he's never been. Win. Great player. Vegas has burst onto the scene. New market. Win. Untraditional markets like Nashville, hanging in, been to the Stanley Cup final, been to a Game 7, win. Have a two-time defending champion that's out, but certainly as a mini dynasty. And have a team like Winnipeg that's in. So I think people tend to look at everything via TV ratings, but if you're Bettman and looking at your postseason and saying, has this, has this been successful for us? Another Canadian franchise back on the map, multiple Canadian franchises in the playoffs, I mean, what's the only thing you didn't have? Like maybe like the New York Rangers or somebody like a truly, or the Chicago Blackhawks, like a truly huge market, make a mark. But everything else has checked the boxes for the NHL. I think they're the one major pro sport, like NASCAR has to really worry about falling TV ratings. They're all-time lows, mm-hmm. all-time lows. They have to worry about that. I don't think the NHL has ever lived and died based upon their television ratings because they know they're not going to be humongous. They have to live and die on the viability of the sport. And if you take a look at the 16 teams that made the playoffs, those that advanced and those that are still alive, I would be happy if I was the NHL. Yeah, I wasn't happy with your colleague Michael Wilbon yesterday when I was uh, watching uh, PTI and the, the question came out about tomorrow's Game 7. And Wilbon said, you know what, I'm really rooting for Nashville. This is a great hockey city. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> In comparison, anyway, Zuba, let's move on. Because I, I do want to get your take on the Western Conference Final. Trent has a strong opinion on Golden State, and I, I understand why. Um I want new blood, and, and I like this Houston story. I do. I mean, you know, I know that they, they, they kind of mended some or, or healed some of their wounds when the Astros won, when you go back to the yeah. floods of last year. So that was great that they were, the city was right. able to come together. But I like this Rockets team. Do you, is this going to be a good series, Zubin, or is Trent going to get, is Trent going to be right? And this is, uh, this is going to be a one sided affair. I guess Vegas looks at it like, you know, Warriors in five or six. That's the number I saw earlier today. But I just tend to think that this is going to be a good series in the sense of, I don't know what the combined record for. If I had one question, I could pose to like our, our ESPN research people who do such a great job of getting all these amazing stats. What is the playoff record for attempts and makes combined, three-point attempts and makes combined in a playoff game? And then I would just like to see how quickly that's smashed by the Rockets and the Warriors. Can they do it in the first game of the series? Whatever it is. 
Um, I just think it's two teams that play the same style of basketball, which is make it exciting. And one thing that's very underrated about both teams, because they can all bomb away. I mean, Chris Paul, really. I mean, Chris Paul, yesterday. I mean, there were so many people that were waiting for Chris Paul to have a game mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? To get to that stage. Um, Harden played okay. Capella's been a great rim protector. Eric Gordon's been amazing off the bench. Um, but I would say this. Both teams are known for their offensive prowess for obvious reasons. But the Warriors are actually a great defensive team, a terrific defensive team. And D'Antoni has basically said, unless we're a top 10, top 5, top 5, top 10 defensive team, this is Mike D'Antoni of all people saying this, we are not going to win the NBA Finals. And they have made a concerted effort to be a very strong defensive team. So while I think the, the offense is going to rule the day in this series, and that's what people want to see, just threes raining down, tons of points, taking the over, all that sort of stuff, I think defense is going to play a bigger part of this series than people think. Because even though it doesn't get the headlines, both teams are very, very happy with the way uh, they play defense. That doesn't make great sports center highlights, and it doesn't make a lot of great stuff that you can just post immediately and talk on Twitter about. It, offense is so much easier to do that with. But I think both teams secretly are very pleased with how well they're playing defensively. Everybody can have a leak. I know Donovan Mitchell had 22 points in the third quarter yesterday. It happens. You know, Clay had 20 points in a quarter earlier in the last series against the Pelicans. So, you know, Ben Simmons had one point. I don't think he's a bad player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything has an aberration point. But I do definitely believe in large part these defenses are both very underrated. And it actually could play a part in determining who wins the West. Zubin, uh, we got, well, for Ken and me, our, our fourth favorite golf tournament of the year. The PGA Championship falls to fifth for me at Sawgrass this weekend. I want to get your thoughts, though, on Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger, a guy that, hey, when you talk golf, you seemingly always have to talk about him. Saw today he committed to play at the British Open. No surprise there. But what's a realistic expectation for him for this season, for the rest of the year? Is it one top 10 in one of these major events? Is it just playing throughout the whole year and staying healthy? When you try to put a cap on what your expectation level is for Tiger, where do you sit? I think it just is accumulating top 10. A win would be a bonus. He has been inconsistent, excuse me, he has been inconsistent territory to win at least twice this year. Um, He was one stroke out of a playoff earlier this year. So I don't think winning is out of the question. I think it's going to be difficult because, as you saw last week, he didn't have a birdie. He had one birdie Friday, no birdie Sunday. It's really difficult to win the tournament when you have one birdie, barely make the cut, and then have no birdies on Sunday. Then again, you could say, you know, Quail Hollow is one of the very few places he's missed multiple cuts, and it's just not the right sort of course for him. Okay, that's fair. But I think he's shown enough this year to prove he can be in the top ten, he can play from behind, and he can win. But when I saw him at the Masters, his flat stick was good sometimes. His iron play wasn't great other times. When I saw him this particular weekend watching on TV at Quail Hollow, his driving was there. His iron play wasn't bad. His putting just let him down tremendously. And I think that's the same thing for almost every elite golfer on tour. But to say that I'm expecting a major, I think, is out of bounds. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility he could win just because he's been hovering in and around the top ten enough this year. I think the key for him, and this is a little axiomatic, the key for him is to be able to put good rounds together. So when today he came out and said he was going to play the Open Championship, I think that helps. To play with somebody like Phil and Ricky at the Players, that helps. When he was in his prime and playing 15 tournaments a year, he was in his prime and he could just turn it on and turn it off. At this particular age, I'm not sure he can just pick and choose tournaments, helicopter in, and play well. I think his better chance of actually winning a tournament 
is to just consistently play events. Now, that seems obvious, but I mean don't take like three to four weeks off between events. His game is not on autopilot anymore to the point where he can do that. Play two, three, four weeks in a row, and in that third and fourth week, maybe get yourself into a groove. I think for him to even resemble the sort of competitive player, not the majors or anything, I think he just needs to play more than he has. His dominance and brilliance basically made him say, I'm going to play the major 15 events in my tournament in Maryland to benefit the Tiger Woods Foundation, and that's about it. I think if he wants to become a little bit more of a competitive player, he's going to have to do what all the other guys are generally doing, which is playing week in and week out to hone their skills. At a point, he didn't need to hone his skills. He was so good at the apex of his career, he decided to change his swing. Not something you generally see. Now I think it just probably matters for him to keep grinding each and every day. And I wouldn't take away the fact, and I saw this at Augusta, and I saw this over the weekend, how much more genial he is being with fans. It is like a different guy out there. And as we all know, mood affects a lot of stuff. You come into the studio with a bad mood, you know, it might not be a great show. You come into the studio with a good mood, the the air and the ambiance of the show is totally different. And I think he's coming into these tournaments right now in a much better mood, and you're seeing it manifest itself with the millions of people who frankly helped make Tiger who Tiger is today. Well, we'll know all about that mood on Friday, at least in this studio. <laughs> Whether it's going to be a wonderful show or going to be brutal. So, but great stuff. Uh, before we let you go, promote that uh, yeah. e- uh, promote ESPN2 and what you guys are doing with the NBA after the games are over. One more time for us. Yeah, sure. After the games are over, Eastern Western Conference Finals through the NBA Finals, June 17th, I think would be the final day of the season period if it were to go to seven and deciding games. Uh, on ESPN2, after the games, live press conferences from anybody that comes to the podium. And you know the deal with the podium. It's usually the biggest of all stars, both head coaches and the guys that have generally decided each and every game. And we'll just have those for you in its entirety. When they're not at the podium, we'll have some analysis. We'll show some highlights. We'll keep it basketball-centric. And then the second somebody sits down at the podium, we'll take it live in its entirety because I think there's fans from around the world that want to hear each of these guys after a game, whether it's LeBron or Steph or Ben Simmons or Brad Stevens or whoever you're looking to hear from analytically or just looking to relax or just sort of sit down and spend a couple of minutes with your favorite players. So that'll be at ESPN2 after every conference finals game through the NBA finals, and I'll hopefully see you along the way for most of those games. Good stuff, Zubin. We will talk to you next week. We'll see you on TV. Thank you, Zubin Mahente. Anytime, guys. Go, go, good luck to your Jets. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. They'll need it. Uh, Zuma Mahente, ESPN Game 7 tomorrow in Nashville. Seven bells? Seven o'clock, yep. NBC SN 220 on DirecTV. Looking just, forward just to it. Just show up. Just don't get blown out. Don't embarrass yourselves, right? You want more than that. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. Patrick Laine with a hattie. That would be just fine by he me. He needs to show up. There's the, the young guys on the team are really struggling yeah. in the playoffs. Wall? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Line had 44. He's got three. Uh, Kyle Connor had 31 as a rookie. He scored his first two in game five. Nikolai Ehlers, uh, 30 goals in the regular season. He hasn't scored in the playoffs. That's the plays left wing on Line's line. Um, yeah, the young guys. Look, it's a young team. Yeah. Here's the good news, at least for me. They're a young team. Our, they're a young team. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, they're not going anywhere. That, But that's – I'm not trying to – Put that safety net out for me to fall in <laughs> just yet. We will come back, finish up the hour. David Kaplan, 115, from Chicago. He'll be at, I, I think he's probably, well, I shouldn't say this. I mean, the Cubs are playing at 120. Mm-hmm. Um, do they do the pre at Wrigley or are they in studio? I think in studio. 
Well, we'll catch Cappy anyways before they throw it to Wrigley Field, or right after, I should say, they throw it to Wrigley Field. And then Bill Bender from the Sporting News, 135. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. IT orchestration stories from CDWG. A government agency needed to prepare for the future, but its IT infrastructure was stuck in the past. So CDWG orchestrated a converged infrastructure solution featuring Dell EMC technology. It modernized their data center using the industry's most innovative infrastructure portfolio. Service and storage by Dell. IT orchestration by CDWG. Learn more at cdwg.com Dell. CDWG, people who get it. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. 
parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back to Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent, uh, we've got 30 seconds left. Why don't you promo you and Jimmy Beer on the road tomorrow? Yeah, we'll be out at New Leaf Wellness on Westtown Parkway in West Des Moines, 3930 uh, the spot. And giving away tickets. Got Cubs tickets for Cubs Phillies coming up in June. Got a pair for that one. And uh, eight tickets to give away for the iCubs. Good for any game this season. So it's not... Hey, you're stuck with a businessman special at noon on a Wednesday. you got to get out there. No, uh, any game this season, including weekends, 4th of July, holidays, all that Those stuff. Those are good. Those are uh, real nice tickets that you can take, general admission, and get in there. So stop on out Westtown Parkway tomorrow, 4 until 6 o'clock. The open house at New Leaf Wellness will be happening all day. So if you can't make it in the afternoon, stop by any time, drop your name in the bucket, and you're in the drawing for Cubs tickets uh, coming up throughout the summer. Good stuff. We will be back with a 1 o'clock hour. David Kaplan, one fifteen, brought to us by heartlandflags.com. Uh, Bill Benner, Sporting News. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house. Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. If you're a small business owner, 
You know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes. Everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities,